0: Here is David Littlejohn with True Wealth on News Radio 1240 KQEN. Hey, gang! Welcome to the best Tuesday you've had all week. As you can tell, David is not in today. This is Justin Brogman, and I'm here with Matt Dixon. David is gone, and I think the last picture I saw, he was holding the bull on Wall Street.
1: Yes. Which he went there to fix things, right? He,
0: mu- he must have, because the market was up today. Which. Mm-hmm. If he keeps going tomorrow, he's gonna have to go back and just hold on to it.
1: Yeah, I think we're just gonna leave him there and just be like, hey, you're a good luck charm. Just stay there and keep keep fixing things.
0: It's it's the polar opposite from when he normally leaves. It oh, usually goes the other way. Yeah,
1: when normally when he's gone, it's like, oh, the ceiling's falling. <laughs> right.
0: So we're gonna get a little emotional today. Are we? Did, yeah, so- I did.
1: I didn't bring my box of Kleenexes. Did I need to grab those before we headed over here today?
0: Possibly, okay. I don't think so. Uh, we're actually going to talk about the five emotional steps of retirement. Ooh, I like it. And we're going to correspond these with the time, the return on time during your retirement years, which we cor- correlate these two, not correlate, correspond these two,
1: like your age,
0: the age, okay, which you can call the. Pre-retirement age, Mm -hmm. the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go or won't-go years.
1: Okay. So we've got five or six different stages here that we're going to tackle.
0: Yes. Some of them overlap a little. Um, First, when we're talking about the stages and the emotional cycle of retirement, of course, is... The pre-retirement, which we'll start with the imagination. So what do you imagine retirement to be like?
1: Oh, so you're talking more like before you ever even get there, we're looking at like the planning aspect of what we want it to look like, how we want it to be.
0: Exactly. Even the imagination part can go however it, far back you want to go.
1: Right. imagine it right now. So right.
0: What, how do you imagine
1: I I imagine having a couple different boats and a house on the river where I can just walk down and my wife can sleep in, she can drink her coffee, play with the dog, and I'm fishing and she can just, you know, step out on the back porch and yell at me to get back up to the house and I got my fishing in for the day, but I didn't have to leave and get in trouble for it.
0: <laughs> I could probably say the same with the golf course, which since David's gone, I'm uh had to bail it on my league today, so I hope they're surviving. (laughs) Good
1: luck, Justin's team.
0: And so the imagination part can start as early as in your 20s, 30s, 40s.
1: And if you're really super smart when you're 18 and you can open up your own account,
0: yeah. That's that's when you should be starting, Mm -hmm. rather than going back to, I wish I would've saved more.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all?
0: Yes. but that is a real aspect of the emotional part of the retirement process is, is the Is Because what you may think you want or how you visualize it, it may be different 10 years from now, 15 from mm-hmm. years from now. I mean, even me, I have this picture, which it involves a lot of golf, a lot of traveling, a lot of – A spring. lot of
1: – wait, asterisk this – a lot of traveling to – Golf courses or traveling because the wife wants to go see things. Which yeah. one is it? A lot of. Let's be honest, just A lot more camping
0: and things like that. There you go. You're not tied to when every day is a Saturday. Mm-hmm. I can get both excited and nervous about that time. Okay. Because even which everybody works a little bit differently. I mean, I'll even take this weekend. I took a Friday off when we were closed on Monday. By about midday Sunday, Mm -hmm. I start thinking about work.
1: Wouldn't it be weird to not think about work at all?
0: That's the scary part. Yeah. I mean, the imagination part of it is I'm just excited. I want to not work anymore. I want to go do all these things. And I want to have the money to be able to do all those things.
1: So we're talking about imagination, number one, and number two, anticipation. I wonder if the anticipation piece, though, for some people can be more of a fear because you get into this like structure of mindset where it's work, 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 work. Mm -hmm. And then to start trying to rein that back into relax, 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 I imagine that's pretty hard for a lot of people.
0: I feel like we get a little bit of a mixed bow.
1: Yeah. Some people just can't wait. It can't happen soon enough. And then some people are like, oh, please don't make me quit my job. It's it's my DNA. It's my my everything.
0: I mean, some people are counting down the days, the minute, the hours, mm-hmm. which I don't want to know what that count is on me, but it's <laughs> a long ways.
1: I'm going to put it on the whiteboard for you, Justin. And then every day that you walk into work, like, oh, 10,000 more days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and- so, yeah, I don't want to count down by day. That's like watching the clock before you have to be somewhere. Oh, it's, it's the worst. Yep. Um, but, yeah, with the anticipation, and that's more is, let's scale that back to, this is, you know, two to three years or even, say, one year to three years until that actually day comes. hmm You do get a lot of these mixed emotions where – one, you spent your most of your life saving for this day hmm and the hardest thing that I notice and that I've seen is people have saved and saved and saved and saved right and then the idea of using that money to spend is terrifying
1: well it goes against everything that you've been doing for the right. last you know 40 50 years
0: which it is different depending on how much prep you've done Mm -hmm. that's again goes back to the imagination cycle is how well did i prepare for this moment
1: why do i have a feeling like my wife is going to be really good in retirement at spending money she i I can just see it now she's going to be like matt we're going to put some money down and we're going to go to europe right now like first month into retirement i have a feeling that it's going to be the travel bug
0: well you better save more, man.
1: I know. I know.
0: I, I get, I could see that. I, I'm more the natural spender. Mm-hmm. So she's going to be the one, my wife's going to be real in me and be like, no, we can't do this right now. So,
1: oh, really? So you think she'll rein you in a little bit? Mm-hmm,
0: definitely. Okay. My wife is most definitely the saver, and I'm definitely the spender.
1: So in thinking about like the way that we anticipate retirement, what are some tricks that you can think of that might um, be like a good way to start uh, kind of organizing those thoughts? One of the things that comes to mind for me would be something like maybe making a list of the activities that you're actually going to want to do like, and trying to organize your thoughts. Like a bucket list. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and having those, because now you're going to have this time and you want to do things, which I also feel like you got to be a little bit careful because I spend a lot more money on a Saturday than I do on a Monday.
1: Right, if every day is a Saturday, it's like, oh, that credit card bill is a little bit larger than I was hoping for.
0: Right. No credit card bills, Matt.
1: <laughs> Cash only. Yes. Pull a Dave Ramsey. Yes. Cut those credit cards up.
0: But the excitement of the excitement and the nervousness is all completely normal. I mean, even typically what, what we've seen, what I've seen is from retirement day to about nine months after that, people are nervous. People are scared because they're not sure, all right, if I should spend this or if I should be doing or if I'm just going to be nervous, I'm just going to stay home.
1: Yeah. Would you have you noticed that? with some of those people they maybe haven't had a um, breakdown of like a financial plan saying, Hey, you know, we've run some simulations, we've mapped out what your assets are. And, you know, the people that have got that type of treatment or asked for that, they look at it and say, Hey, you know, we've, we've done the predictions and, you know, mathematically, there's a really good chance that we're just fine at this amount per month. Versus the people that are more nervous, maybe they haven't had that financial plan. Would you say that you've seen that a little bit?
0: I I have, because especially, and if you have questions on this.
1: Mm -hmm. Another good time to call your financial planner and say, hey, what are we doing here?
0: Yes, and if you don't have one and you want to talk to somebody.
1: Ooh, can I like drop our phone number in mm -hmm. here? Okay, so if you need help with a financial plan, we're just going to throw it out there. You can call us. The phone number is 541-375-0898. And normally we don't throw that number around till the end of the show, but that was organic and natural, so we just had to throw it out there.
0: If you feel it,
1: yeah, just do it. If you feel it, just do it. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yes.
0: And so the excitement and the nervousness is... It's completely normal, everybody does it, but having a plan, which, you know, every single plan is, what, 99% probability? hmm Because...
1: The computer can only simulate so many mm-hmm. crazy things happening, right?
0: We gotta leave that 1%, it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so the anticipation is, I mean, you worked so hard to get to this moment, and once you can kind of relax and begin to enjoy retirement, as long as you have you know, a list of things you want to do, have activities you want to do. I mean, I know I don't necessarily want to sit at home all day in retirement. I'd last about 12 hours before I'd I do this. I feel like you'd
1: be mowing already mowed grass.
0: Oh, guaranteed.
1: Like, you'd be like, oh, there's nothing. up fire back up that mower. I see a dandelion that just popped up, let's get it.
0: At what point do I get out there with scissors? I'm like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but even for you, Matt, how mm-hmm. much fishing can you really do?
1: You know, that's a good question. And I'll, I'll say this, when COVID hit and everything kind of slowed and people went home, there was a time there where I had the opportunity to kind of be semi-retired at 31 years old. And I was going fishing every single day. Like I'll admit to it, I was on the water every day, and I was catching you know two steelhead a day every single day. And it actually got to the point to where I started kind of sleeping in and skipping days because I'm like, well, I I caught two yesterday and the day before that and the day before that. Maybe I'll just take the day and go do something else. And so you actually kind of start trying to figure out new things. Um, and reinventing yourself a little bit because what you think you love, you can do it to a point. But then it's you're starting to look for opportunities elsewhere.
0: Just so you know, Matt, I'm writing this down. Are you? This day that you <laughs> said, I do. I can fish not enough. Yeah, don't much. don't too hold much.
1: this against me. Don't don't timestamp this. I am. I messed. Someone delete right this now. radio program <laughs> right. after it's over with. <laughs> Matt just admitted that he can get bored by fishing. It's true.
0: You can just switch the type of fishing.
1: That's true. That's true. That's why you need a vacation house in a different state where you're fishing for a whole different species. And yeah, you just gotta keep it on rotation. How about that?
0: Well. Mm-hmm. Then that goes back to the imagination stage. Is it where really else? does? Or do you need this vacation home? Mm-hmm. Or where you want to retire?
1: So uh, I think you're right. We've got to start sitting down, making a list, checking it twice, and figuring out what we want to do.
0: The bucket list is a real thing. Yeah. People should have one.
1: You know, I actually did something pretty interesting um, the other week. I played a game where I sat my wife down and I gave her a pen and paper and said, Hey, I want you to give me a list of goals. I want a five year look at like, what do you want to accomplish in five years, 10 years and in 15. And this kind of goes back to an earlier radio show. Um, you can go back to the podcast, check it out. This is legit. But David on air was like, Matt, like, tell me your goals. And I kind of sat here and, fumbled around saying, Hey, I don't know exactly what I want those to be, but I made her do the list and then I did the list too. And then we looked and we compared back and forth, Uh um, which, you know, it's kind of in that imagination stage, but you know, if you're near retirement, do that, sit down with a pen and paper, give, you know, if you have a spouse, give them a pen and paper too, and see how many of those items on that quote unquote bucket list are the same and then are different because it creates a pretty awesome conversation that you can have between the two. And I saw that little hand wave. I think we're running out of time, aren't we?
0: Yeah, we might even get some of Matt's list when we come back Okay, break. I like um, it. And you're listening to True, True Wealth. This is Justin Bruggeman I'm a- Matt Dixon. You're listening to- 93.9. There you go, 93.9, yep. 1240 KQN. gang welcome back you're listening to true wealth this is Justin Bruggeman and I'm with Matt Dixon so now we are moving on down through the emotional stages of retirement okay we
1: we covered the pre-retirement section and if you missed it you can always go back check out the podcast at littlejohnfs.com and catch up on the first part of the show Justin, what do we got for the next section? Tell me about it.
0: The next emotional stage is the honeymoon stage.
1: What else could we call that? I feel like the honeymoon stage is is marriage, and it's throwing my brain for a loop, so we've got the honeymoon stage. Isn't that like the go-go section?
0: It is the go-go section. Okay,
1: and we looked this up before um, leaving. I think you were in your office, but apparently that's also a band from the 80s, so. Throwing a little tribute out to that.
0: (laughs) Appreciate that. I have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah, getting in the weeds. Yes. And so the go-go years, Mm -hmm. which is one of those is typically it's when you have the money, you have the energy, and you have the time.
1: Okay, so that first little wave of retirement.
0: Which, depending on how you're looking at it. Some people say that's seven years. Some people that say that's 10 years. Some people say that's 15 years. It just depends on one, your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Like if you
1: were to give me an age range, what would you? I more
0: look at it between the 60 say, depending on when retirement. So let's just Mm -hmm. make math easy, I guess. Okay. Let's let's go 65 is retirement. Okay. We can't retire that soon unless we do some other things. but. Let's go sixty-five. Okay. So sixty-five to seventy-five is the ten years, and you can call that the honeymoon f- okay. phase or the go-go years. Is this is where you're knocking out that bucket list that you've you've imagined, you've visualized, you've anticipated. Mm-hmm. This is where you want to start doing all these fishing trips. You want you're going to Paris, Matt. Sorry. Ah, uh, I know. Um, I know. And this is where you're going to do these things and where you have the energy and the finances, which hopefully you have the finance through it all, but that's mm. when this is the most expensive part of retirement. Mm. And so it's also probably the most fun part of retirement. You're dining out more, you're traveling more, um, you're fishing more, you're golfing more, camping more. Um, a little bit more of those bigger expenses is maybe you wanna go buy a motor home which me and Matt talked about this not that long ago. The prices are insane. Like, maybe they'll change.
1: Yeah. When prices go down, I'm in the
0: market. Right. And so this is the point where the return on your time, the value of your time is typically most important. Right. In retirement.
1: Most people in their nineties probably aren't jumping on planes to fly around if, if
0: it, you go skydiving in your 90s all power to you yeah you're my hero yes and so at this phase is that's where yeah knocking out the bucket list mm-hmm. doing the things that you want to do um, and you're still kind of you're feeling it out I guess that's why they call it the honeymoon stage right Um, it's the high excitement part before reality sets in which I guess that sounds horrible now that I say that um, but it's different. Like mm-hmm. our, I mean, even my honeymoon. We were in Florida for a week. It was absolutely amazing. And then we have to come back and go to work and do all those things. So it's not as fun, and it's obviously cheaper coming back because that was an expensive trip as well. But this is the time where you're doing all these things, and that's where this is the time frame where you're going to knock out most of that bucket list that you mm-hmm. have. Um. And so, like what w- you said, Matt, is fishing. But you said you can get tired of fishing. Hmm. Um.
1: Yeah. So I think it's important to um, going back to what we talked about earlier a little bit, just kind of anticipating what's what's going to be coming down the pike, so that you can plan for it. I mean, do you really plan on spending every single day doing the same thing over and over again? Probably not, right? Like you're probably going to want to visit family or friends um and so i think planning around that is always a good idea
0: yes and it's a then it's a matter of even this is how you kind of analyze is how am i going to fill up my days Mm -hmm. so is this is it only going to be travel is it always going to be golf is it only going to be fishing because there's going to get a point where you're going to want to do other things yep because you got to otherwise you might go crazy maybe not I mean, you might be able to fish every single day for, you know, two years and then you're fine. Um, so you're, you're saying I'm almost like a
1: professionally retired person already.
0: You maybe, Man. I mean, you've done all the imagination and anticipation. You just got to have the funds to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's a part is in the honeymoon stage, you're also figuring out is what is most important to you? Is it the travel? Is it the spending time with family families, spending time with extended family, or is that something you want to do either later or earlier um, in life? And everybody's completely different. There's not a right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of every single person is extremely different. I mean, you have some people that they want to save, you know, millions of dollars for their children. And then there's other people that want their last check to bounce. That's true. So, and I mean, I'm more of a last check bounce kind of guy, but. Also, want to leave a little bit for them so they're not struggling. But um, by that time, hopefully, they're a little bit self-sufficient. Except my daughter; she might live with us till she's fifty. <laughs> she's
1: listening to the radio show right now. Like,
0: Dad, oh, I'm gonna get you, like, Dad. <laughs> I get to stay till fifty. No, <laughs> you're kicked out.
1: Did you start when do you start charging rent, Justin? I is there is there an age there where you're like, okay, if you're over thirty, you're starting to pay rent.
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It depends. If you buy a little mother-in-law is or build a little mother-in-law suite, I was gonna say, like, listen.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say. Is the RV sitting outside like the, you know what? I feel like if But then you'd never want to take your RV anywhere.
0: I so. feel like if they're still living in their own room, I guess it's it's harder. Mm-hmm. Or if you just want to kick them out, that's when you start jamming the wrap Like, all right, you got to pay to live here.
1: So and rent is going to be... Uh, twice the inflationary rate, so your uh, your rent's up 16% yes. this month. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Food is getting expensive. Um, and so, yeah, and so this is the most expensive times. Um, you know, whether, again, whether it be traveling, spending time with family, the camping, the things like that. So what other... Um,
1: I'm curious what your lead in, lead in is after this go go phase. I mean, I feel like things got to start breaking down physically, right? Like what happens after the go go phase? Well, What's the next it's
0: gone. Well, how long do you expect your go go like? Which I'm saying this right now, well, which I can barely walk. So I'm
1: gonna here, give but... a shout out to my grandpa on the radio because you know, and he's probably gonna be like, "You don't know my exact age, but I think grandpa's like 87 right now." And he's got a trip planned to Egypt this upcoming month. Nice. So grandpa is awesome. He just got back from the Netherlands on a European river cruise. Now he's hopping a flight to um, Egypt. And so shout out to him. And that's the goal. Um, I haven't started balding yet. And he hasn't balded either. So I'm thinking I've got my grandpa's genetics. And if so, I'm going to be going strong at 87.
0: It's a little bit hurtful, Matt. Yeah, I know. Shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> From across the room.
1: <laughs> I've still got all my hair. <laughs>
0: Just a little bit. It's coming I'm back.
1: Knocking on wood over here.
0: Um, so, yeah. And so, that the honeymoon stage is different for every single person. It really
1: is. I feel like Grandpa at 87 still in the honeymoon stage of this. And so, way to go for him.
0: Well, statistically, where do you expect it? What, 80, what'd you say, 87?
1: Yeah. That, I'll start slowing down at eighty-seven. That's the that's the plan.
0: Well, at least when you are tall, so when you slow down, you are at least moving faster than that's than true. I am.
1: My six foot six steps will get me there quicker. <laughs> right. Exactly,
0: and so where that tr- when the transition from the go go years and the honeymoon phase mm-hmm. or emotional stages of retirement is, it's when reality sets in, and it's considered the slow go years. Okay. So, if you were going to say, what are the slow-go years, Matt? What, uh, what comes to mind?
1: I, I'm thinking, like, ah, uh, you know, I just had to have surgery, um, and I'm picking up my meds, and that recliner sounds a little bit more tempting than it did last year.
0: So, you spent, So you still want to do the travel. You want to
1: do the stuff, but you're physically a little um, more restricted. Potentially.
0: Which makes sense.
1: Or maybe it's not just physical. Maybe you're just mentally just worn down. Mentally.
0: Right? I just want to be all... home. <laughs> I
1: just, I need to just sit down for once, right? right. Like the NASCAR race is on TV. I'm going to barbecue and I'm going to hang out yes. and I'm going to have some family over.
0: And it doesn't even necessarily mean at this time you're still not doing those trips. You're mm-hmm. just not doing them. Um, say you're doing quarterly trip or monthly trips they may shift down to quarterly, or semi-annually, or maybe even one big trip a year. Maybe it's the one Paris trip a year, Yep, and and that's all, and it's more efficient, less traveling.
1: I'm not gonna lie, my goal for the slow-go years is to become a master on the Traeger, because my wife will tell you, I'm mediocre on the grill. And I don't like being mediocre at things, but I'm mediocre on the barbecue. I make a good cheeseburger, but that doesn't take a lot of skill. So I want to up my game on the tri-tip. And oh, yeah, so my, my plan is everyone wants to come over to my house because I've got the best smoked meats. That's like a Ron Swanson thing to right. say, but it's true. All right. Yeah.
0: Well, we're going to get more into the SLOGO years. We were running long last segment, so we're due for our break. Okay. Um, And you're listening to True Wealth on 1240 KQN 93.9 FM.
1: guys we're back from the break and this is the true wealth radio show if you didn't catch everything before this you gotta go find it on the podcast but when we left you at the break we were talking about how in retirement we've got these slow go years and i was talking about my goal being to become a grill expert fire up the traeger and finally learn how to make a um, mean tri-tip justin what are your goals i want to know when you're crippled up on your on your meds hey, and sitting in your recliner,
0: what else are you gonna this do? This is still the slow go. You're not crippled up on your recliner.
1: Uh, that's right, you're just slowing down. We're not there yet. We're not to the no goes yet.
0: Which, being king of the Traeger, I want it happen way before the slow go. That needs you're to be already free, king of the Traeger? I, no, oh. I just want to get there. So we share Traeger. this
1: goal in common? Yes. Okay, so if you if you can think this far out, Jess and I are gonna be taking classes together, like meat smoking classes.
0: I feel like you just gotta fail forward. Do you? You just gotta, just gotta, gotta keep burn a few yep. and
1: cook a few to a uh, rare until you finally find that happy medium. Yes. Okay.
0: So back to the slow go years. And then this is, you know, the time frame where you want to do more things, But you don't necessarily want to as much so your vacations are not as many during the year I guess maybe going out is a little bit less than you know it was in those go-go years Um, most time this time of this section uh, which is you know between about 75 to 85 is you're spending more time with family Um, maybe it's because your priorities change a little bit or maybe you're concerned that you're not gonna be here as long or they might not be here as long, but that seems seems to be the time frame where you're spending more time with family.
1: Is this the the moment where you buy that brand new Corvette? Like you've slowed down a little bit, and you're just like, ah, I can't handle this.
0: No, Boom, you no, I think they call that one a midlife crisis. So oh. I, think, I think that's an I think that's earlier in life. Oh, okay. If you if you wait that long, you're doing good.
1: Yeah. Okay well we'll we'll plan for it in the future but what i mean i just i'm envisioning like kind of a crisis moment right where the reality is setting in like you talked about of the slowdown are you looking at going back to work potentially mm-hmm. um what are some things that might be going through someone's mind during that time frame
0: it does and it is a, this is a, like a very important emotional stage of these like it was five stages or four stages is this is where people tend to sometimes struggle with, say, their identity, because, mm-hmm. I mean, they've had this, like, let's call it a 10-year vacation, yeah. pretty much, but they've also spent the last 40 years of their life prior to that working for a company, and so mm-hmm. sometimes it's a, a self-esteem, an identity issue, and this is typically where you sometimes see people go back to work part-time. Okay. Because they've they've done, you know, they've wiped out maybe a lot serve of serve their... on a
1: board or something.
0: Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. A community board or even, you know, mowing at the golf course or things like that is just something to do that you're you have something to go back to. Mm. Rather than I guess maybe it's a lack of feeling appreciated, I guess, because as an employee right. you typically are appreciated. Um, if you're not, that's a whole nother story. But It's the time where you may want to go back and say, I want to go work part-time, I still want to travel some, but I just want it to be flexible. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's sometimes when people start their own business.
1: Yeah. I mean, especially if it's something that's fun, right? Yes. Because you're not going to want to start something where you're miserable but i think i've seen that too where you know someone's like you know i could probably use a little bit of extra income and i don't want to be completely out of the so the social circles so right. why not you know and at
0: that point you've got a ton of skills yeah well i mean Matt, maybe it's yeah, you know, guided fishing. Yeah,
1: I'm going to be like 70 out there on the <laughs> sticks, rowing and and uh, having a good time. I actually could see myself doing that. That would be fun.
0: And then it's a great excuse because it's producing income. Mm-hmm. Um, this typical stage isn't usually the most expensive part. I mean, right. most time the accumulation, I mean, the pre-retirement is usually the most expensive because you're, you're saving and things like that. And then... The go-go years, that's the really expensive part, statistically, not everybody's the same. And then it starts slowing down into these slow-go years, and then we'll follow up with the won't-go or no-go years. I Mm -hmm. almost said can't go, but that's a different conversation. Um, Which is typically the more inexpensive part. Right. And so also then looking at, is when you're building a plan through all these stages is, it should be expected that the beginning years of the go go years of the first 10 years of retirement are these most expensive years. So, you should expect honestly to spend a little bit more of, say, retirement funds that you may have or, um, you know, cash you have on hand because you're going to go in doing more things and your life expenses aren't as high in your late 70s 80s and beyond as they are in your mid 60s typically not counting you know medical events and things like that um which is you know a whole nother discussion which we won't go down that road that's not as fun um but it really is the time where one people struggle with their identity and self-esteem and maybe go back to work but it's also it's it's a transition in the phase of life, because you have the accumulation phase, the trap or the expensive traveling, retirement, honeymoon phase, and then this is all right, I'm going to wind down a little bit, spend more time at home, have an awesome garden, or Matt figuring out how to use a trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, which by the way, I've never actually even used one, um, and I didn't want to start.
1: You but. know, there's so many technical pieces, not to get into the weeds, but like. The difference between smoking fish or smoking some beef right like you got to use the alder chips on the fish hickory doesn't give it the right flavor so there's so many little tiny pieces and you know there i'm not going to get into it but yeah there's just a lot to it and so bring on the retirement because i'm ready to learn that's i don't have the time now but i will one day
0: Yeah, because to smoke something, you got to have like eight hours of time in your day.
1: Yeah, and I'm not going to burn up my entire weekend to sit there and make jerky. No thanks. Start it before work. It'll
0: be done when I get home. Well, (laughs) now you can track it from your cell phone, I think, you can like turn it off and things like that. Mine isn't that fancy. I need to
1: upgrade, right? That's the American way. Yeah, there's something fancier. It's got more buttons.
0: Let's upgrade. I'm still trying to master the Blackstone grill, so then (laughs) the next step will be a trigger. Baby steps, baby steps. Baby steps um but yeah so that this this phase and then the transition to the no-go and won't go because nobody which there's always outliers to these and I mean you just talked about your grandpa 86 years old you know I think that's what you said 8687 yeah. you know he's traveling all over the world yep. sounds like yep that's not as typical it does happen people are still active in these stages mm-hmm. it's just not as common right I mean you know I I most likely will be a type of person that will be moving around and wanting to do things for as long as I can cuz I'm just mm-hmm. built that way I can't really sit and just watch TV for two days straight that's just not my style
1: So, you're saying you're gonna be like the arthritic old man that just refuses to sit down
0: yeah yeah it, it's gonna be a for sure thing um, and as long as my health allows me to do it, I might be on a walker or something like that, but... I'm just you can be on a walker
1: chasing the kids around. Yeah. Like, pay the rent,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah. Yelling at the cars driving by too fast. I can't wait for that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the no-go years are are an important aspect to because it is it's a it's a slower paced lifestyle it doesn't mean you're never traveling and things like that I mean we're going back to let's go back to go go it's every month every other month every quarter you know you're taking a vacation then these slow go. it's you know maybe every quarter or every semi annually and then usually in the no-go it might be you know once a year and again this is more typically a time you're spending more time with family um, I'm never saying in any part of this that you shouldn't be spending a lot of time with your family in any stage of these. Um, It just typically is more common later on in these slower go and the no-go years. Mm -hmm.
1: I feel like volunteering is another kind of big piece of those no-go years.
0: It uh, volunteer it, it kind of translates with the logo and the no go is Mm-mm. that's when typically people do a lot more a lot more volunteering yeah which people that volunteer through all the stages hats off to you right um you know board members think to get on a board if that's something to you know fill some time to feel some I'm trying to think of a better not need because fulfillment you know, it's some self fulfillment really yeah. yeah and it helps build your own personal self-esteem is that you're a part of this you're making decisions you're helping making decisions and that also improves longevity as well one thing i won't be good
1: at is bingo though i don't know if you've ever been to seven feathers and tried the bingo but i've got like zero attention span for that
0: i have not I have a friend that wins a lot when he goes down there and it yeah. drives me insane. Well,
1: like you have the two or three cards, right? And you're just stamping as fast as you can go. <laughs> like, you know, what did they say? You know, cause they go so fast. I don't know how, how people in that, uh, no go, um, time frame or the, the slow go manage to keep up because, you know, I'm pretty sharp, right? 30 something years old and I, I can hardly keep up with that dauber. So. Not a good bingo player. Depends on
0: where your focus is. That's right. But we're coming up on time to take our last break. Um, You're listening to True Wealth on 1240 KQEN 93.9 FM. gang, welcome back to True Wealth.
1: This is KQEN Local
0: Talk at (laughs) 4 on News Radio 93.9 FM and 1240 KQEN. That's great. Well, hey, gang, welcome back. You're listening to True Wealth, and uh, we were just informed by our sound
1: man behind the scenes that we got a little bit of the go-go's playing. That's what you just heard as we were cutting into this last segment. So,
0: and the song was called our lips are sealed and they're known for being the most successful all female rock band.
1: Yeah. So we're really going for it today. That was a great way to end out the last segment here of our radio show. So I appreciate that. That was
0: perfect. And, uh,
1: what is our last segment? We kind of s- talked about the no-go section. Um, are, are we going to wrap it up um, talking about all of them or are we going to go into the can't-go years? <laughs> well,
0: yeah. I'm still not. I'm, You're like, that's I'm, too I'm still morbid. trying to avoid the can't-go years. It's too morbid for a yes. Tuesday. Um, a little bit more on the won't-go or the no-go years is really the the emotional stage of this is more about what can you do um one to increase your happiness because if you can't go Mm -hmm. which i would go crazy if i cannot leave the house and i can or don't want to leave the house i i go insane Mm. um which can struggle with how happy you are depending on the type of person you are some people are more than perfectly fine to stay home all day and not communicate with other people and that that sometimes that is okay if you're that type of person um But also it's it's what this is more determining on what can you do that maintains your happiness because what it does is happiness is what it does is it increases your longevity. That's true. And which has got to correlate somehow. Yeah. I mean it has to. And we can go back, you know, go back through you know, the stages that we have here, these pre retirement stages, you know, this is the accumulation where you want to go. You can usually afford to go, but you don't have the time to go right? because you're working. And then the the go-go years is you have the funds, you have the time, and you have the energy. And the good tunes, as we just just noticed, (laughs) and the good tunes. And then you kind of transfer as you have the money, you have the time, but you don't necessarily have the energy Mm -hmm. to go and do all those things that you really want to do, and then you get into the no-go or the won't-go years, which I feel like they need to figure out a better phrase for that, but it works, is you have the time. Hopefully, you still have the finances, mm-hmm. but you just do not have the energy to maintain that right. level of adventure, I guess mm-hmm. you can call it. Um, but they're all valuable stages in retirement.
1: But they all—they kind of work differently. They all look a little bit different,
0: and they're a hundred percent different for every person.
1: Yeah, because some people stay in the go-go stages basically until the time they pass,
0: and some people stay in the slow-go stages
1: because of health concerns or you know whatever the case or may be.
0: Even just personal decision. Yep. I mean, maybe the important thing to you is maintain your lawn, maintain your garden, yep. make everything just pretty and perfect the Some entire people time people
1: thrive in the slow go yeah. like that's their happy
0: place and that's okay and i mean i can even say is it yard work i mean i could take a week off work and by the time i finished one weeks of work i'd have to start all over again by the time it's done
1: do you enjoy the slow go portion of the yard work i can't stand it i'm like i mow as fast as i can just be like i, I want to be done need to be done with
0: this. I do to an extent, except that I always feel like it's never finished. Like well, I can never check the box, be like this is done. Mm-hmm. But then even also it's like, I'd love to have the time to work on my house all the time and you know, upgrade and update. I'd even, you know, be YouTube and like crazy trying to figure out how the heck to do everything. <laughs> I got no idea. Could
1: you ever hire a landscaper? I got to know, we got to hear it on air. Could Justin ever relinquish the reins to a professional landscaper?
0: You know, probably not to which I can't really say this because I will give it my father, he is retired and I show up at home and the lawn is mowed a lot of times. Yeah. And uh, it is awesome, but he's also a person that he's got to have things to do and he can go jump on the riding lawnmower, you know, get the place done. And it's, it's extremely helpful. If money's not a factor you still pass on the landscaping it would depend on my time while i was still working i could still do it yeah because i just don't have the time right and that's the more the give and take is how valuable is your time and if you don't have that valuable time then you farm it out right yeah i mean i probably have the capability of growing all the vegetables i eat in my house
1: i don't have the time you're like i've got the space i've got the irrigation rights like yeah <laughs> so
0: i depend on the grocery store for most of that stuff yeah you're
1: like if if groceries keep going up you might see me out there being farmer joe
0: yeah. so and this is our first run in a garden this year we're oh, you're actually it doing out. it what did oh, you yeah. planted we did what did we do did tomatoes get... okay cilantro lettuce onions corn, and uh, I'll let you know how it goes. We're still learning. I, I hear the music, so if you need farming
1: tips, don't, <laughs> don't call Justin don't. <laughs> because he's a first-year farmer. But if you need financial advice, you call Little John Financial, 541-375-0898.
0: And your last name's True Wealth on 1240 KQEN 93.9 FM. The preceding program was paid for by Little John Financial Services. The opinions and views expressed may not reflect those of Brook Communications, its affiliates, or its employees.